and to be clear, when we say start a business, it could be something like with, with Adam where you're, you want to start a brand. It could be something like there's a couple of guys on the football team that we're starting a, a mobile app with, and it's a, an interesting project. We've already raised outside capital, so things are happening yeah. there. Um, or it could just be that, hey, I now have the ability to earn revenue through NIL, right. and so I want to structure myself as this entity better. So it doesn't have to be... Um, you know, starting a, a, a large scalable growth company sure. it could be that I just want to manage these new resources better. So, right. but which is technically a business. So yeah, so we, um, multiple ways of, of getting in touch with us. We have a website. Um, it's a sub your, a subdomain of our website, gxg.startupwaco.com. And you can go in there and there's a student athlete connect portal where they can go in and just fill out information that comes directly to our team and we can reach out. We've uh, we're, we're currently working with in communication with over um, 40% of the entire student athlete population just wow. in the last few months. Yeah. So from a student athlete engagement perspective about from a development organization, that's, that's, that's quite high. Yeah. Um, but and it's very easy. We operate a co-working space downtown. They can, they can walk in anytime. Um, we're, we're trying to make ourselves as available as possible. Obviously in season, it's difficult. This is one of the constraints that student athletes have, and we don't want to, take them away from their academics and the athletic requirements that they have, but we're, we're here for them. And, and another interesting point too, which I think sets, uh, Baylor in this, in this initiative, uh, d different is, you know, this is not just for students that we're doing NIL deals with. Again, it's development first, NIL second. Yeah. So anyone can come in and, you know, you're seeing stories of maybe, uh, student athletes that don't have a high NIL value, but they might have a great business idea mm -hmm. and we could help them leverage this platform of being a student athlete for their, for their benefit. So I've spoken to a lot of individuals that, you know, aren't even necessarily opposed to the idea of, of students making money, but they are opposed to just giveaways and handouts. And, mm -hmm. you know, are we really just raising more money to, to, to pass it out? And I had to get comfortable with that. I mean, it, on, on the surface, when you just read headlines, that's what you sort of think is, is happening. Mm -hmm. Um, and again, how it all shakes out, I, I don't know. There, there's other groups that will be making those determinations, but while we have this opportunity, I can, I can say with confidence that we are going to be using NIL as a way of getting to something much more meaningful for mm -hmm. these student athletes. And, um, if you have a, an issue or a problem with, um, NIL as a concept, well, there's ways to get involved that you can just be focusing on the development aspect of it. And so we, uh, we're working well with Baylor built. We're working well with, um, all the other community support and entrepreneur support organizations in the, around the city, uh, from the city of Waco and the County themselves to all the chambers of commerce. So there's a lot, there's a lot being done. That's just, that stands apart from NIL, which is a difference, uh, compared to a lot of other programs. You mentioned your co-working space, uh, downtown 605, That's right. right, Austin Avenue, That's right. uh, website, startupwaco.com. Okay. So if folks are listening to us, want to get a little more into that, uh, that's where you can, uh, where you can start to get more uh, info on startup. The GXG we've mentioned a couple of times. Uh, Katie and I both, both learned today that's uh, sort of green and gold, right? That's right. That's, that's where right. that I came like from. That. Okay. Well, man, I, we, we, should, we should revisit some of the branding then. I, I was hoping that that would be an obvious connection. Obvious. <laughs> when you hear it, though, you don't know, but when you, well, yeah. you see it in the colors, it maybe helps. But yeah, no, it's, it's just Katie and, and I. It's so just sure. the problem. <laughs> Everyone else understands. I, once you know it, you know it. Yeah, though, that's, so that's, that's true. good. That's it. 
and that is uh, just an arm, you know, so you say, to connect Baylor student-athletes citywide with opportunities. That's right. And uh, that is uh, just part of what you're doing at That's Startup right. Waco. Yeah, Startup Waco, we essentially have three uh, different tracks that are pretty much three different workflows. We work with uh, community companies, small businesses, micro-enterprises. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we find the, the groups of entrepreneurs in Waco and McLennan County that historically have had a hard time getting started, getting beyond that initial uh, hump, whether it's mm-hmm. due through a, you know, a lack of, of education, a lack of capital, a lack of expertise, and we focus in on that. We do a lot of tactical training, but these are not... Uh, high growth companies. Yeah. These are these are you know very often just solopreneur kind of kind of enterprises, but they make up a lot of the fabric. They're the they're retailers and their restaurants and uh, the things that make our city our city, and will continue to do so. These these small businesses. We we have a whole suite of programs for that, and then uh, we have a suite of programs for growth companies, specifically for companies that we want to see. Uh, more of. We want to be able to make a case when we go to these different ecosystems in Dallas and Houston and Austin and we sit down and we say, here's why you should start your company in Waco or bring your company to Waco, your startup to Waco. Um, we want to talk about easy access to capital and, and, and uh, ways of uh, you know t- access to talent, which has gotten had a lot of shifts over the last couple of years, um, which I think are, are, are more often than not in Waco's benefit. Um, and then now we have this third arm with, with student athletes. So each of those programs, there's thing, there's crossover there, there's help there, um, but they all kind of require different, um, a different focus and different nuances. Well, very well. That's awesome. So this GXG green and gold, um, program, the, I mean, an impressive kind of grouping of, of different resources in terms of talent that you have yeah. on that team. So tell us a little bit about, uh, who makes up that seven person team. Yeah. Is that six yeah. or seven people? Yeah. So within, um, that, and, and a lot of those are, you know, shared staff across sure. all the different programs that we're doing. Um, and they all have different roles. So uh, C- Cody Carlson, uh, former, uh, you know, Baylor football player. And um, he's he, he and I work real closely together on on thinking through a lot of a structure structure of this. And, you know, he he's wonderful because he really embodies. Uh, this sort of dichotomy that the startup Waco is with these different yeah. programs. He's he's was a big supporter of community entrepreneurs. Was part of some of our accelerator programs, uh, but now can just speak very intelligently and directly to student athletes as well. Yeah. Uh, so he's been an excellent addition to the team over the past year. Uh, Jacob Kehoe, who's sort of the assistant director of the different programs, works a lot with growth companies, um, but also a Baylor grad and a huge fan and is real helpful. And how we so we all kind of. Um, we cross over a lot and yeah. we, we work a lot on it, but everybody from, you know, if we hold an event and we have, you know, uh, 30 athletes in, that takes a lot of coordination and a lot of, uh, someone who's making sure that we're getting, you know, documents signed and, and things processed properly and answering questions. Um, and so, yeah, building up the infrastructure for, for that has been, uh, has been a fun process, a bit of a moving target. Uh, but as we as we get down the road more, it's it's been um, it's been coming together well. Good. As uh, the new Big Twelve commissioner Brett Yormark said, yeah. the Big Twelve is open for business, yeah. <laughs> which got a lot of attention. Yes. Uh, yeah. One on your website, you say Waco is yeah. open for business. Yeah. Is this uh, what, what's the climate right now for for entrepreneurs wanting to start up? I mean, is it a good time and a good spot here in Waco right now? 
You know, I, I certainly think so. I think Waco is an amazing place to be. This is something our mayor says a lot, but this is a, Waco is an amazing place to be if you want to be a part of building a city, if you want to be a part of building something, um, because you do have access. It's like all the layers uh, within the city from either successful entrepreneurs to city leadership to university uh, you know, staff. It's it's pretty flat. It's There's a couple of degrees of separation. If you want to come and get poured into, this is a great place to be. Um, I think access to talent is a challenge still, as it always has been. But I think there's been some breaks in Waco's favor over the past couple of years in that regard. I think access to capital. There isn't a culture of, of capital. There's one uh, functioning venture fund in Waco, which operates out of our space. And they've got a great group of portfolio companies. But um, there isn't a culture of that yet. And so we're trying to build that up. But there doesn't necessarily have to be, I, you know. As an entrepreneur myself, when I sit across the table from an entrepreneur, I'm not, you know, the the win for me fundamentally is not that they start their business in Waco. It's that they do what's best for their business. And I believe that if we have that mentality with every entrepreneur, we will have a lot of entrepreneurs coming back. But I want to be able to tell them and make a case and be serious of why they shouldn't move to Austin or you yeah. know, why yeah. they should stay here. So what are the things that we can uniquely major in? Who are the... Who are the other businesses and the resources and the and the um, the expertise that we can bring around these entrepreneurs to help start successful companies? Um, we've got to be. I heard someone said this to me recently, but the size of, of a market that we have in Waco, we've got to be innovative in how we're thinking about attraction of companies. We've got to think outside the box. Otherwise, Austin is just too much of a of a draw or Dallas mm -hmm. is too much of a draw. Things are just easier there. They're larger. There's more capital flowing through. But if we can create unique sort of niches within this, then I think that it's just going to take a few. And we've had a few wins already. We've had a few companies exit in, in dramatic fashion. Um, there's more things happening. But we really, we really want to see it, um, just the volume of it increase, the deal flow increase. And so it's going to take some, some thoughtful uh, innovation, good networking, connecting a lot of these different groups that maybe don't know that these other entrepreneurs exist and how do, how do I get connected to them? Mentoring programs, all, all of this, which is why working with student athletes was a real obvious choice to me because, you know, Baylor is such a part of the community. And if we could sort of bring some of that economic activity into the local market, um, that's just going to be a, a good thing for, for everyone. And so we're small enough as a city that we can make those types of bridges and connections and then be effective. Mm -hmm. And so we feel like it was worth doing. And so far it's, so far it's been successful. Yeah. That's so helpful to hear. So when you talk about, and this probably speaks to your relationship with anyone who comes through startup Waco, but specifically through the lens of a student athlete is the goal that one day they graduate from startup Waco and that they're off, whether hopefully it's in Waco, or hopefully it's somewhere else, or is it, Hey, this is a long-term relationship that could go past their four years of eligibility, five, six, seven. Yeah. So, um, there's a few different layers. So when it comes to NIL specifically, um, there are rules around how that's uh, contained. So we don't do deals beyond eligibility. Um, and so that's a, that's not our decision. That's an NCAA uh, rule. And mm -hmm. so when it comes to, yeah, that specific aspect, it's, there's, there's um, some containment, but you know, we, we treat a student athlete in the exact same way we treat any entrepreneur. We come in and everyone is unique. Everyone has a unique set of, of, of uh, assets that they can leverage 
manage um, a unique set of constraints and desires and, and thoughts of what they want to do. So, so every uh, working relationship with any student athlete entrepreneur or any uh, community entrepreneur starts largely in the same way. Mm. Um, what's really cool with the student athletes is sometimes they don't even realize the platforms that they have. Um, it's not just about your social media following. It's about being part of a larger system. Um, and because of the investment that Baylor has made in student athlete development over the past years, there's just, there is a culture of student athlete support. And so we can help coordinate a lot of that and say, Hey, you should, you should really push Baylor bill to promote this and promote mm -hmm. your business. And let, now let's just put that in a plan and let's put that plan of what you want to do into a business plan. Now let's see what other things that we need to actually see it happen. So, you know, we, we obviously don't, um, uh, all of our work is, is specifically to enrolled students. We obviously can't speak to anyone who's committed or anyone who's looking to come to Baylor. Um, so we're, we're working with enrolled students. When you think about when I, when I think about it from a recruitment standpoint down the line, if they're seeing student athletes that are starting successful businesses, mm -hmm. just the optics of that is a very positive yeah. thing. Sure. That takes time. That's hard work. I, I'm under no illusion that every student athlete is going to, you know, start a very successful business and sure. then exit in a big way. But, but, but we've got to start. I think that we're, we're just, we're seeing a lot of opportunity miss. And I think we can be a leader in this space when it comes to actually helping these student athletes create. So if it becomes a long-term relationship, great. I mean, but li likely they're going to mm -hmm. kind of, kind of move on and that's great. We're, yeah. we're going to, like I said before about a, a community entrepreneur, if it's better for them to start their business in Austin, if I was them and I yeah. go to Austin and do it, that's fine. And that's good information for us. And, and maybe, maybe if they're down there and they, and they grow their company and they sell it, they'll come back and realize, Hey, I remember startup Waco and, and yeah. Waco helped give me a start. And now I'll come back and feed the ecosystem. Mm -hmm. I, 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 um, you know, I, my, my goal through this program, I guess it sh I've never actually had to think of it like this before, but it is not to prevent opportunities for student athletes sure. um, saying like, well, you've got to stay here. And if right, you don't stay right, here, you right. don't do it. Um, obviously if they, if it's better for them to move on, whether it's after they graduate or, you know, that's, that's their decision. But w my whole thing is while they're here and while we have the attention and the opportunities, let's, let's try to build something special.